0: You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Karen Coe, with you through till three o'clock this afternoon. And it's Tuesday, so it's time for our Tuesday segment on The 123 Show. As you may well not have a summer holiday outside Hong Kong this year, Tuesday food and drinks reporter Andrew Dambina wondered what overseas vegetables, fruit and spices were able to grow during this hot summer period in Hong Kong. He talked to Jane Ram, an active member of the Hong Kong Gardening Society and grower of edible plants among others in her potted terrace garden. I'm Jane Ram and I've been gardening in Hong Kong Seriously, well, not seriously, but obsessively, uh, for perhaps 40 years since I moved to Lama. Before that, I only had um, a rooftop and, and a balcony. But this is the serious stuff here. A small amount of space can be fairly productive, I've discovered, and I try to grow things that I can't easily get commercially. For instance, herbs, special chilies, Uh, I've been involved with the Hong Kong Gardening Society for a long time now. Very active in uh, organizing events over the years. Excursions to different places to see different ways of gardening are important. And I think there's more interest now in gardening in small spaces for obvious reasons. Not too many people are lucky enough to have their own garden. When they do have their own garden, they are always torn between making a wonderful show of flowers or having stuff that they can eat. But it's not realistic to think that you can be self-sufficient unless you're somebody like Arthur van Langenberg who is the most productive wonderful gardener and he manages to have interesting plants to look at as well as to eat.
1: Whereabouts in Hong Kong?
0: He's in Shusun Hill and most of his stuff is grown in pots. He has a car park space that he dug up to put in root vegetables and cabbages and tomatoes and all that sort of stuff that won't have a chance during the summer
1: so jane most of us won't be traveling this summer listeners are bound to be more of them staying in hong kong so let's ask you then what kind of overseas vegetables fruit and herd, are able to grow during this long hot period that can be maybe giving us a little hint and a flavor for places that we do like to travel to in normal times
0: well my mind immediately goes to mangoes Hmm. this year they do seem to be growing quite well we've had rather extraordinary weather from early autumn really last year i see mangoes hanging over people's fences looking extremely luscious Mm. and then guava which are locally grown i think they're probably rather heavily laden with pesticides but i i do like them Sweet potatoes are always a good standby because you can eat the leaves. They do multiply quite satisfactorily. If the rats don't get there first, you're okay. Papayas,
1: of course. Some of these fruits, mango, guava, papaya and the sweet potatoes, all possible to grow in pots if people have a pot of, say, maximum of two feet across, one to two feet.
0: Yes, I would think so. It's worth a try. Certainly the sweet potatoes will grow in a very limited space. Mm. Papaya tree, I think I've seen trees in pots producing fruit and certainly mangoes and not sure about guavas. Mm. Guavas seem to have fallen out of favour recently.
1: I guess if people do have a balcony with a decent amount of sunshine or a rooftop or terrace, which probably has more sunshine, they could then maybe make some kind of bed for growing things that are larger plants out of brick or make some sort of trough.
0: Yes, you, you, you could do that. You'd have to watch your drainage and the load bearing limits of your your rooftop for instance otherwise your garden bed might uh, might end up in your bedroom um, (laughs) which has happened I think to more than one person I mean you would need at least a foot of soil for satisfactory results Could, could do
1: Okay, so to generalise, with our harsh heat and humidity of the Hong Kong summers that we know all too well from the last several weeks, um, is the answer mainly tropical vegetables, fruit and herbs? Or can European and North American produce also give Hong Kongers a taste of their favourite places, whether it's family places that they go back to or holiday destinations?
0: I think it's rather unlikely. There are tomatoes that are hybridised to the point where they supposedly will cope with hot suns and the seed merchants down in Western sell lettuce seeds that they say will grow all year round. Well, mm. they do grow all year round, but they taste a bit like, I imagine cotton bandages would taste because they're really very fibrous. What else could grow at this time of year? Bacella, which is sometimes called Ceylon spinach, that will do fine through the summer. Yeah. Certain kinds of beans will do well.
1: Right, and before we recorded this, we had a little word, but let's uh, explain to the listener. Rosemary, a very interesting herb. I have a rooftop and I once had a plant that lasted for seven years, and yet one that I bought this winter is now dead. Are there tips on growing? growing rosemary or other herbs, whether it's uh, basil, Mediterranean basil that might be able to grow given half a chance?
0: Well, basil is another story. Some basil will grow quite well through the summer, even if it dies down, it'll usually self-seed the next rainy season. Indian basil, the Tulsi, dies in the winter because it it doesn't like our winters, but it'll come back in the summer. Mediterranean basil, sometimes it it will do all right. It doesn't seem to mind the very heavy rain, as long as it doesn't go on for too long. Hmm. So you probably have to pull the pot under shelter or indoors, keep it where it's it's not going to get flooded all the time. Going back to rosemary, my understanding is that there are two types of rosemary in Hong Kong, one of which will grow pretty Pretty well year-round, and the other, as you've discovered, will not. I don't know how you tell one from another, and I think the only way to be sure would be to get a piece from a shrub that somebody assures you they've had for a 100 years, Mm. and their grandfather had it before them, and and it's really uh, impossible to kill, Yeah. and then good luck. I have only recently discovered that rosemary roots very well in a glass of water. And so, you know, it's worth taking a piece. If you buy rosemary or if you acquire it in some other way, it's always worth taking a piece and putting it in a glass of water, see if you get good roots and see if it'll grow. I mean, what have you got to lose? Not much. Yeah,
1: that's good to know. I think I'll be trying that next because the plant that only lasted a few months was from the flower market, which I assume they expect customers to believe is going to last a while.
0: Depends where they source it. If it's come from a greenhouse in um Belgium or Holland, which... A lot of their stuff has, then I think your chances are pretty slight. Mm. But if it's something that's been growing in the new territories in the open air, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not?
1: I've got a feeling this was the European variety. It looks like the stuff that would garnish a, uh, a Western fancy restaurant meal. Um, okay,
0: yeah, well, give it a try.
1: So you, you mentioned about taking a cutting for a rosemary, and I'm sure that can apply to other herbs, fruit plants, and vegetables, possibly. Could you take a cutting from somebody's, say, sweet potato plant and try and grow that? Or are there any others that are particularly successful?
0: Okay, sweet potato, yes, I think it's fairly easy to propagate because you can just take off a, a tray and put in a glass of water, get some roots going, and then plant it, and Mm. you'll probably do all right with that. Alternatively, you, you buy a sweet potato, and when it starts putting out shoots, you cut off the bit with the shoot... And you put the whole thing into the soil and that'll do fine
1: also. Mm. Is that the same with some other vegetables that might be just past their best before dates? where we find, let's say, garlic with shoots or uh, regular potatoes with shoots? Could we try the same with those?
0: In the winter, perhaps, mm. but not in the summer.
1: Okay. Same for potato?
0: Yes. I think chives and spring onions, Chinese onions, will probably do fine in the mm. summer. So that's worth a try and it would be worth trying to grow them from seed if you if you can't get a few um that have already started or next time you buy spring onions or or are given some in the market just cut the tops off and put the bulbs um in a pot and see what happens. Right now in
1: summer generally speaking would you recommend seeds or small plants that are already on the go because of it being very challenging weather conditions?
0: Obviously, if you get things off to a good start, they're going to be tougher or they should be. And that means perhaps buying a plant that's already been growing in a nursery, perhaps in a glass house or under shelter, mm. which might make it too delicate to survive in your conditions. But it depends, it depends what sort of conditions you've got. Uh, you could try growing it from seed, but you'd probably be more likely to have some luck with it, with a pla- a plant where somebody else has done the hard work, put it that way. I think you can take it for granted that most vegetables need six to eight hours sunshine, and that's pretty well the whole day. If you've got a canopy that gives you nice, comfortable shade, Mm. mm, I don't think you're going to be able to grow vegetables, but it's always worth a try.
1: So going back to the can-we-grow-things-from-other-climes uh, slant, um, is it really best to stick to Asian types of mint, basil and leafy herbs, let's say, to be safe?
0: Yes, and I think the season should generally start in the autumn and, of course, autumn is pushing later and later now. Definitely lemongrass would would grow in a pot very well. Certain types of basil, yes. Mediterranean basil, mm, probably not, because it, it's a very soft stem and soft
1: leaves. And amaranth will also well, grow well, through the summer. You,
0: you can grow it from seed quite successfully. That's always a possibility. Yeah,
1: yeah. How about coriander? That's another uh, tropical herb. I'm not sure
0: how well it does in the summer. Most people find it quite difficult to grow... I got some that was intended for sprouting in a sprouter, and I couldn't get it to grow in a sprouter. So finally I thought, well, this is your last chance, and tried it out in soil. And in fact, it's the most successful <laughs> patch of coriander really? that I've ever grown, which is you know, a pretty good test, yeah. I would say. I have parsley that was grown from seed in the autumn, and that's still doing pretty well, and and it's edible. I don't know how long it's going to last, but it seems tough enough to stand up to the heat at the moment.
1: Right, so it does seem that there are some limits. Can you advise, uh, Jane, that there might be some type of edibles that there is literally no point trying right now, or indeed at any other time in the Hong Kong climate? People just shouldn't bother with one thing or another. Um, for instance, people that bring back cuttings from their families' gardens, um, as I did with lavender ones from the UK, lasted about five minutes Before
0: it. Yeah, total waste of energy. Tomatoes, very, very unlikely that you will get fruit that you can eat. The plants may may look all right for a while, and then when the fruit come up, they rot from the base before you can eat them.
1: I've got this going on right now. There you
0: go. I think some people reckon that they're poor gardeners or they, they lack. gardening skill simply because they're looking at seasons on the packet for instance if packet says plant in april and you planted your lettuce and your tomatoes in april and then you wonder why they didn't do anything useful for you you have to remember that our seasons are totally different and if you get seed from australia of course the australian seasons are totally the reverse of european seasons and, and you can get even more confused it's all trial and error i mean you might be lucky you never know if you're not traveling this summer and you really want a taste of something mm. exotic or just a change from what's normally available in Hong Kong. I suggest you go to perhaps some of the Indian stores where they've got fantastic mangoes. The Alfonso mango crop has Mm. long since gone because it starts in April and it lasts for about six weeks. But now the Pakistani mangoes are coming in and they are incredibly sweet. It's like honey when you eat one of those. They are so much in demand that they disappear very fast.
1: Uh, And what about growing those then?
0: You might be able to grow a mango from a stone, but it won't taste anything like its parents, number one. And number two, you'd have to be very patient because it might be seven or eight years before you get a fruit of any kind. Well, one way, of course, would be to go down Flower Market Road because occasionally they have mango trees with Ah. fruit on them. So how about that? Uh, As to what kind of fruit it is, who knows?
1: Otherwise, best to stick to uh, some of those uh, herbs and root vegetables that we mentioned before this summer, Jane.
0: Yes, and don't try to do the impossible. But on the other hand, you know, we all like a challenge from time to time. But don't make it too difficult.
1: Treat it as an experiment. Yes. Okay. thanks very much, Jane Ram.
0: Bye. And that was longtime gardener Jane Rahm with some advice on what edible plants might thrive and not thrive in potted outdoor areas in Hong Kong's long summer. And Jane was talking to 123 Show Tuesday food and drinks reporter Andrew Dambina.